Hello and welcome to Sometimes Video Games. I'm your host Adam, and welcome back. It's been a while. <laughs> As per usual, I am joined oh by the lovely Charlie Walsh. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. We're we're at E3 time. You know, the Euros are going on at the same time. I'm having a bit of festival of Charlie. Do you know what I mean? You're having a festival no? of Charlie. Well, we can talk about the Euros a little bit if you if you want, and we can tell you we can we can tell you you're wrong in your opinion because. Well, I, I mean, I mean, let me put it to you this way: like, I've got two screens now, so on the other screen, Wales versus Switzerland is just open. Oh, um, the Swiss have Ooh. just scored. Excited for Breel and Bolo there to score in an international tournament. Um, nice. Yeah, no, it's just it's just a lot of things that I'm super into at once. <laughs> it's a, it's a good week. It's mm. a good week of of things. That's good. Uh, I'm also joined by Louis. How are you? You know when they say, what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Hmm. So, and obviously, we have this well-established theory of evolution. Well-established. So, I'm, yeah. I'm concerned what? that you called it a theory, but we'll, we'll carry on. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what it's known as. It's known as the theory of evolution, even though it's... Even though it's... Uh, been supported by many facts at this mm, point sure but the question is when it comes to the chicken and the egg and we ask what came first and obviously if we're going by the theory of evolution then it should hypothetically be the egg right because then there would be but, but what's the what's the boundary point what what was the animal that was technically not a chicken that laid the egg to the first chicken yeah it's some sort of fish in it it's yeah. What, hang on, chickens came from fish? What? Well, well everything came from fish, didn't it? Every, what well, do you like, mean everything came from fish? Like, in, in sort of, like, the evolutionary theory is, like, well, I, I know about the man thing. I don't know if chickens specifically came from but, like, us in general, like, we, we were, like, atoms that evolved into, like, plankton that evolved into, like, fish eventually that evolved to have legs. And, and, and all I'm remembering is the Tim Minchin skit where, like, Tony, fucking Tony, has got legs, and he gets up on his hind legs, and he gets up on the shore, and all the other fish are like, "Fuck him, he's fucking a freak." Um, and then he goes off and does his own stuff. Um, <laughs> well, I believe yeah. there was like, I mean, I believe there was there was sea life before the islands even existed, right? Hmm. Oh, that's why I believe that everything. Well, I don't believe that, but I assume. Or at least have a well, that everything. I know, I know there was like a theory that supports the like that's um, supported by a fact that fish that fish themselves can create islands mm. with the with the way that they process uh, food and sand together, and then the sort of the sand that um, is shut out by fish can end up creating islands if left for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Sure. sure. Sort of the collect collects together. So what you're telling me is that I'm a fish. Yeah, you're a, you're a big blue fish yeah. in the deep blue sea. We are like land fish what in is a way, that aren't we? We are land fish. We are, we are like land fish. <laughs> we are the fish of the land. I mean. The song is Help, I'm a Fish. I'm a little yellow fish in the deep blue sea. That's a great film, by the way. <laughs> What's it from? <laughs> oh, it's from Hell Power Fish. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen that film. My brain just went straight to Ocean Man, I can't lie. 
Ocean oh. Man, take me by take the me hand. Yeah, yeah and also, what's the, what's the deal with Aquaman? Why why do we praise Aquaman so highly? Because it's like it's like he's trying to de-evolve him. Well, he's a big superhero, isn't he? It's like, no oh, Aquaman, him. he's super... Yeah, no one likes him because... Oh, maybe we don't like him for the same reason that... Because it's like a symbol of, like, de-evolution in a way it's like why, why would you want to why would you want to grow gills and go back into the sea we, we left it <laughs> we left the sea. why, we why do you want to go back there maybe he likes this because some people are just you know pre prepositioned to like uh, uh like different so maybe aquaman mm. was just like i like this nice and then he died and got bitten by a radioactive fish and that's how he got his fishman power that what actually happened no, but that's also <laughs> the origin story for Spider-Man. So I was just like, maybe, or maybe if all superheroes were just the origin story for Spider-Man, it would be fine. Batman <laughs> was bitten by a bat. Superhero mm. was bitten by a, a pot of super noodles. Yes. You know, well, no, what, what was super? What Superman? Pot of super noodles. Yeah. Super noodles nudged him down, innit? Went, went with a big no-no. See, this is the thing about Aquaman. Aquaman, right? Sucks, and I'll tell you why. Mm. Because crimes don't happen in the ocean. Bro. You don't know that. I don't know that. You, do, you don't I know that. Say, there I, I don't know. Fishy criminals. Okay, okay. I should. Okay. Why do you have a James okay. Bond style like underwater base? That's then, also yeah, true. Aquaman is there for that one specific instance. Mm. But then, but then, guess what? We just sent James Bond down there in a car. Yeah, but do James Bond I mean? doesn't need to go. We don't need to build the car now because Aquaman's there. Yeah, but we got the car. The car exists. We live in. We live in an underwater car world. We live no. in a world where the underwater car exists. Aquaman is superfluous. Mm. Like, and I, I should say, this is not the opinion of a trained marine biologist, but no. I, I can't name many crimes that happen under the ocean, if any. Yeah, yeah but you don't know. And in, in the instance of an underwater base, they've had to build the underwater base, so surely we should be able to build the underwater car. Also, submarines just exist. I, Aquaman's <laughs> just a waste of time. He's a waste of time. He's a waste of mm. plutonium or whatever, whatever dodgy radiation superpower thingy he got. I don't know he's what he just... has. All I know is he can talk to fish. Yeah, he's a bit of a, bit of a, bit of a loser, isn't he? He's a loser. Aquaman Which, is a loser. In that case, kind of makes him a bit like Ant-Man, who can talk to the ants and also get small. You know, they would, they would never. I don't think they would ever really be able to sell an Aquaman game. No, think, no, it's, no, it's Echo it, the if... Dolphin. It's Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, it is a little bit. Which is a badass game. Can Aquaman come on land? Yes. Again, I'm, I'm saying this as both not a trained marine biologist and also not someone who's ever read an Aquaman comic because Aquaman sucks. I've not read an Aquaman can comic, Aquaman but I know, I know from the Harley Quinn cartoon that Aquaman can come on land because okay. he is in, he's on a, in, in a party where Harley Quinn comes up and, like, shatters a fish tank, and that, like, makes him really sad. Mm. He gets so really he's upset. Like, he's like, no! He's kind of like the hovercraft of superheroes. Mm. Both land and water. And Maybe he should be called Hovercraft, man. Dad. I would be much more about him at that point. If, if he could fly, but only, like, about one foot off the ground, <laughs> I'd be real into that. I'd be real into that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great superhero. It's <laughs> just like he, he just lives in Florida somewhere, and he's like just a, a, a little bit off the water, not in the water, just a little bit off the water, so the crocodiles oh, don't yeah. get him. 
and then yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. be like floating around. Just ni- they're nipping, but occasionally no giving nip. rides to to random people who want to see the crocodiles. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm up for it. I like it. There we go. I think that's a cool idea. That's our new superhero hovercraft. We've sold. You're welcome, everyone. You came here for I don't know, and you you came away. You <laughs> came here for nothing. You came here for nothing and no reason whatsoever, and you've gone with a new Aquaman who's there you go, better than the old one. With blackjack and hookers. With blackjack and hookers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> see. Uh, anyway, it is uh, as I said, it's the first time in a long time um, of of these podcasts. It's been a while, um, and I think we're just sort of getting ourselves together a little bit. But it just so happens to fall on flipping E three, which, to be fair, I do feel like every single time we try and restart the podcast, it just happens to fall on E three. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I that's think just good. Like, <laughs> I think it's good. I think that's just what we do. I think it's, it's, just... it's the most. It's our most active time of year. So it's like true. Yeah, it is our most active time of year. <laughs> Strangely, um, so yeah, we kind of just decided to to pop back together for E three again. Um, so don't expect it to last long. No, <laughs> we are at this point in time. We are expecting to last a bit longer. The week that E three happens and the week after. Yeah, Mate, I'm saying we've got a good four weeks in us. We've got a good four weeks in us. It's going to be a banging four weeks. Get hyped. Now, there wasn't an E3 last year. Was there not an E3 last year or was there a small E3? Or was it a digital one? I don't remember. Did they just cancel it altogether? It was sort of... It didn't cancel it. It was just... It was weird, wasn't it? Like, it was a weird one. You, you had, like, conferences, but it was like everyone was doing direct, but it was the, the usual amount of directs. Or usual amount of conferences, if you know what I mean. And, like, some people just didn't do stuff. It was all a bit all over the shop um there's a reason why um jeff grubb from Gamesbeat was calling it the games mess because it was just everything was everywhere all of the time mm. there was no sense of like cohesion and I, I get we're still suffering with that this year to an extent it's just i guess so it's just a, like people have the gone growing whole hog with it i guess mm. not that i've seen yeah. anything because we we have had a couple of things no we, we've had one we had one thing on E three happen yesterday uh, that I didn't I didn't watch, <clears throat> which was uh, Cock Prime Time or Koch. How do you call it? Is it Koch or is it Cock? It's Koch. Because um, like I did German, I tried to watch it and it was bad. Oh, it was bad. Why? How was it bad? What What happened? They okay. So everyone, as we know, everyone's sort of moving towards the direct model because mm. it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, you have different ways in which you can uh, exhibit your games. Um, and one of the things, you know, you know the old adage, show, don't tell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were very much tell, don't show. They were very hyped oh. about that idea. Oh. Um, so the game, the show starts mm. um, and they had a, about like they they had a sizzle reel, right? Mm. You love a good sizzle reel, E3 opening conference sizzle reel, always a good thing. That was the last time you'd see any gameplay for half an hour. Whoa. The way they decided to do it was to have in-depth discussions with the developers of their upcoming games, which is is fine. Like, I think if you look at, say, Day of the Devs, Day of the Devs did the exact same thing, right? Day of the Devs would show a trailer for the game and then they would have gameplay playing for the next five to ten minutes while they had an in-depth, while they had the, the... the developers of the game talking over it, talking about how the game works and everything else. Koch had interviews with the developers mm. um, 
it's, it was either I can't I can't remember her name, but the woman who was presenting it or Jeff Keighley having an interview with the developer of the game um, without showing any any game footage. Mm. Um, they would just say the title of the game and then proceed to talk about the game for sometimes fifteen to twenty minutes. Wow. Hey, um, sometimes that's like our platform. Exactly. Imagine hey. our name, but if our name was incredibly rarely video games. <laughs> it, was, it was really bad. It was really dry. It was it like if you were excited for those specific games, like say you were really excited for I don't know, one of the specific games that Koch has coming up. And I don't know what they, they are. see, because they do have a couple so Towards the end, I started just skipping through it because I literally could not stand it. Yeah, I was like, this is just a waste of time. So I was skipping through it. Um, and then in the second half, they did start to show gameplay. But then they started to have even longer developer interviews again. It was just... But again, <laughs> it wasn't like Day of the Devs where they had the developers talking, but they were literally showing you the game and talking you through the game. No, they were just having a conversation about the themes. And <laughs> I was like, this is great if I really want like, like for example, out of the the games they showed, right? Payday three was one of them. There we go. Right? Yeah. Payday three, I am anticipating to some extent. Mm. Um, I'm interested in. I, w- I wouldn't say I'm sold on it by any stretch of imagination, anything else, but I'm certainly interested in it as a game. Sure. If they had just said, "Here's paid someone talking about Payday three for a bit," maybe I would listen to that potentially. But. All- these games are games that you're trying to hype people up for who who in a real world probably don't know them yeah, yeah. i'm never gonna get excited by hearing someone talk about how this game is a bit like this 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 and it's like just show it and it was terrible it was really bad I've got, I, the, I, I, I've got the list of everything revealed at i'm gonna call them cock prime time because oh, um, prime time I've got the list of everything revealed, <laughs> and I guess in order. They had the sizzle reel that you said. I think all shows should be called Cock Primetime. All shows, yeah. Just all yeah, shows should be called Cock Primetime. Did you see that episode of Cock Primetime when Peggy killed Phil Mitchell? Yeah, it was well. Oh, it was good. It was good. Um, so... Peggy. Peggy. <laughs> That's oh, a no. name. Mm. That's a name. So the, the first thing that they announced was a new painkiller game. Yeah, so that was announced, and even like that, for example, mm. that was announced at the um, summer game kickoff or whatever. Jane Key, oh, Jane, sure, Jeff, sure. Jeff Keighley's thing sure. uh, was the other day. They announced that, and even the way they announced it on there was really awkward because yeah. they said, "Here's this bloke from this publisher that we've just announced." Well, this publishing Saber people that we've just announced. Looks, uh, yeah, or Prime Matter or whatever, and then he goes, he goes. Um, Hey, all right, everyone, I'm this geezer from here, and we're pleased to announce that we're going to be making a new painkiller game. Mm. And then there was an awkward pause, and then Jeff Keighley went, right, so the next thing we're talking about, like, there was nothing. And I was like, what? And then so I'm watching sure. this, and then it comes up. Here comes this geezer again with Je- with big Jeffy Jeff Jeff, mm. and they're having a conversation about why they're making a new painkiller game for... It was a while. It was a while. Wow. Oh was a while. And, like... Realistically, without showing anything, mm. I was like, "This is how you." I get it. Like pain kit. I don't. So I've never played a pain kit game. I, I, I'm I barely not familiar with the brand at all. I know the brand, and that's it. I don't. I I've wouldn't never, even be able to I tell you. I've never heard of Painkiller until this very moment. Yeah. I wouldn't even be able to tell you what I. I in my head, it's a first-person shooter made in like 
Eastern Europe sometime yes. in the early 2000s. Yes. Like, I'm not certain that's kind of what I think it is, but I don't yeah. know. In in the same way that, like, uh, what are they called? People Can Fly. Like, maybe People Can Fly made it. I don't mm. know. Right? It's a pol- but, yeah, and you, you are right. It is a Polish uh, first-person shooter developed by People Can Fly. There you go. So that's what, but that's the extent of my knowledge. That was somewhere in the back of my brain. I can't tell you what it looks like. I can't tell you if it was any good. Anything like that, right? Why are you... I get it that if some people might be hyped for that. Look at that. show something. Don't just have a conversation about it existing for a while. Well, let like, me tell you why. The, the thing underneath the, the painkiller... I've just Googled painkiller. It says, it pain, is painkiller a good game? It says, painkiller is a simple game at heart. But it's very well put together and does what it does exceedingly well. That is, it offers up spectacularly visceral, bloody, in-your-face action through its numerous action player levels. Which, to me, says it's a bit like Doom. Um, uh, yeah. And in, in which case, if you walked on stage and just said, Oh, hey, we're doing a Doom game, and not showed any of the visceral, bloody, in-your-face action, it would be a bit like... Oh... <laughs> yeah, I think it was part of that wave of like Quake and all of that, yeah, where yeah. it was post Doom. Quake and all of that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's post Doom. Yeah, you've got, no, like, exactly what you mean. you've got like Quake, you've got Serious Sam, you've got games like that existing. Um, and I think it's part. I think it was part of that wave, and for some reason, it it went away. I don't know why it went away. Well, I suspect they moved on to anything else but like like i get so i get it there will be an audience who'll be like oh my god a new painkiller game let's go you want to show it you want to show the pain although they have said it's early in development i don't know why like you i guess they're just trying to show off stuff that they yeah i think koch and this is something we might see with other people's presentations coming up is everyone has jumped on this format at some point, someone's went. At some point, someone, someone, one of these publishers went. Yeah, we'll do one as well. Mm. And then everyone else went. Yeah, we probably should as well. Um, God knows why, but they all decided to. And I suspect that this won't be the last one where there's nothing big, mm. like Koch, like Painkiller, bringing back an old franchise is that probably a lot of people really love. Although there sure. is, there is something big here. Uh, it's the Payday Three. Uh, but this is what I was going to say. That's it. Okay, like I'll, those I'll two things. The, I'll run down the, the list of, 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 of stuff that they got here. So there's, there's Painkiller, uh, there's The Chant, which is a survival action horror game coming out next year. Uh, says it's a fresh take in the horror space. Developer shared influences Resident Evil, Alone in the Dark, and Eternal Darkness. Um, Kingdom Come Deliverance is coming to Nintendo Switch. That's pretty big. Codename Final Form. Uh, it looks like it's a way off yet, but it's an intriguing sci fi. That was like that was the first thing they showed gameplay for, oh. and it was and by gameplay for that was the first thing I showed game footage for, and by game footage I mean it was a pre-rendered trailer that lasted ten seconds and nothing happened in it. <laughs> uh, Dolman, which is a sci-fi action game with Lovecraftian influences, in hmm? King's Bounty Two, uh, which Russian, like the only information that we have. Apparently, you saw a trailer of it. Uh, yeah, that was that was when I started to turn off. By that point, I'd given up. Scars Above. Uh, it's a third-person action adventure game that looks a lot like Tomb Raider in space. Mm. And there's Encased, which we have no information on. Uh, Echoes End. Echoes of the End. We have no the Last Auric Crew. And then Payday oh, 3. 
But there's like, I'd say, I'd say there were three sort of big reveals there. There's Painkiller, there's the Kingdom Come Deliverance on Nintendo Switch, and then there's Payday 3, and then the rest is kind of filled up with other stuff. Um, I think Kingdom Come Deliverance coming to Nintendo Switch is somewhat big. Like, it's a name that people know of. I feel like we already knew that. I'm not certain, but I feel like we might have, but I could be wrong about that. Also, um, that game's actively bad. I don't know anyone who likes that game. A lot of people like it, right? I don't know. Yeah, wrong, don't wrong ones. Mm. My friend, Kingdom my friend, Come, a kill, for Kingdom, example, wrong one. <laughs> Kingdom Come Deliverance, fucking banger, mate. Oh my, such such a good game. Yeah. Said the guy, you've never played it, have you, Lou? No, <laughs> no. I played it so. Um, my girlfriend has a copy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I looked around the room to try and see the copy. I don't know why. Um, my girlfriend has a copy, um, and we tried to. Pl- so she tried to play it when she first got it, a co- like a year ago, two years ago. Mm. Maybe two years ago. It's pre-pandemic, and she was like, "Yeah, I just I get what it's trying to do, but I'm just strongly not here for it." And then we tried it again, or I tried it, and she just sat there and laughed at me for uh, <laughs> about for about two hours or something um, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> And it's, I, I, I understand, again, the same opinion. I understand what it's going for. Um, and in, in my opinion, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, 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 no, no. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, Koch, Koch, whatever it is, pretty disappointing. But I don't think people really cared about, okay? Like, the, the thing that, that's big about Koch Media is that the Deep Silver, they own Deep Silver. Yes, and, and Deep Silver apparently said neither Saints Row, Dead Island, or Metro would have been part of the, and they're the big games that they have anyway. Yeah. So like, no, and then also they apparently work on Time Splitters, um, also known to have not been shown. So like, at that point, like the big games at Cock Media, are we know are definitely not being shown. So I mm. think we can't. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's... When they came out before E3 and went, we're not going to be here, mm. all of a sudden it puts that whole thing into doubt. Because, again, like you say, like, again, like we spoke about this the other night, but in my head, I remember when Bethesda first did their first conference. Mm. And I think there's a much bigger barrier of entry to doing a full-on conference than there is a Nintendo-style Direct, right? And so when they did their first conference, everyone went okay, they must must have have some stuff. And they did. They went bang, 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 his game, his game, his game, his game. And they just backed it out of the park. And like show off Doom and Rage and Fallout 4 and then said Fallout 4 was coming later on this year. I feel like what we saw with Koch, and and again, I suspect it will be the case with other people, Mm. is we can do this now because the barrier of entry is significantly lower everyone's going to have their eyes on everything right now because of E3. Yeah. Let's just shove stuff in people's faces. And as much as I agree with that from a marketing standpoint of probably being the correct decision, if you're just shoving the developer of a game in front of someone's face for 20 minutes talking about whatever, that's not going to entice someone to buy the game. Like, the amount of people you're going to convince are very few, in my opinion. I think you have to, you have to show something. You can't tell me about mechanics in a game, you know? Yeah, you have to be. You have to show something interesting in it. Yeah. Um, and then moving on from that, we've got uh, the Gorilla Co- uh, Gorilla Collective Part Two happening in like half an hour uh, for us. Does anyone have any expectations for that? Apparently, it's to focus on indies and anything. So I don't. 
I don't know. I find I always find indie titles to be very hit and miss. Mo- the majority of them, I'm just I'm just not here for. To be honest, cool. they don't. A, a lot of um, it's rare that I find an independent title that actually that actually catches my gaze. I'm reading the Eurogamer thing here, and it says to give you an idea of what to expect. Last year we saw uh, XO One, Baldur's Gate Three, Dwarf Fortress, System Shock reboot, Gorilla Collective. I think I think with stuff that's focused on independent stuff, I'm always really interested because I mean we all know here that I'm your boy loves an indie game, mm. right? Um, and I think I never go into them with expectations of what I'm going to see. I just go in with a completely open mind of being like, right, cool. Show me something cool. Show me yeah. something that is interesting, you know? Absolutely. And that, that was the big thing about Day of the Devs is like I had no expectations going into that. And then I came away thinking almost every single one of these games is super interesting to me. And I'm like intrigued as to how all of them turn out sort of thing so that's why so i'll 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 see what gets announced i won't watch it but i'll see what gets announced and watch all the trailers and see see what vibes see what vibes i'm picking up you know i feel like that's kind of uh i mean those are big games but i don't think any of those games i i'm I'm even remotely interested so it's it's probably cool to just pay attention to i don't think i'll then the next one we have is the wholesome direct which as of day of recording is on 6 p.m a wholesome direct is for fans of indie games uh, to show an uplifting, thoughtful, cozy game. There's over 75 games will be shown, including We Are OFK, Moon Globe Bay, Ooblets, Bear and Breakfast. With new game reveal. Games release. Nice. Yeah, exactly the same thing as before, and copy and paste. I know, about, I know about Ooblets. Ooblets is fun. Um, Bear and yeah. Breakfast sounds delightful. I mean, listen, they've already got... They've, I will watch that one because it's called The Wholesome Something Something. something. So we're talking Charlie Walsh brand here, but yeah. um, you can just copy and paste the answer, can't you, really? Pretty much. Uh, so the first big one um, is on tonight at 8pm. We will be doing a reaction live to this, but I believe this will come out after our reaction to that comes out. Um, so, right. so I can say now, Mario XCOM 2... Baby, let's go. <laughs> so yeah, let's while, while we're recording this, we haven't seen the Ubisoft E3 direct. Ubisoft are on at 8, 8 p.m. tonight as we're recording. Um, what do we want other than Mario XCOM 2? Um, which I know do you, you definitely want. What do you mean other than Mario XCOM? What else is there in life? So, what are you talking about? Uh, this Eurogamer article says it's going to expect a big focus on Far Cry 6. Um, and though Assassin's Creed Valhalla has been out that, as well as Rainbow Six Siege, Will make an appearance highlighting their respective. Also, Rainbow Six Quarantine, now named Rainbow Six Extraction, will show up. And as always, we hope to see Beyond Good and Evil. Um. So yeah, that's that's what that's what Eurogamer is. I kind of. I think we were saying this during the stream last night. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. It, it, it was it was announced and everyone was really hyped because it had that awesome CG trailer with the monkey guy mm. and we we're like oh this could be a really fucking good game <laughs> and then and then like as soon as actual game stuff was was shown we were all like oh they 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 start when when they started they didn't but imagine it was essentially like they started with Graham we've started development on Beyond Good and Evil Two and you're like hang on. 
you're showing me like pre 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 alpha combat mm. footage what is going on here and they're like you can make assets for the game you're like what is going on here they're like we're making a multiplayer beyond like, what is going on just stop yeah. what are you doing <laughs> just stop yeah but yeah basically they're, um, they're trying to make it into another iteration of ubisoft game but except with a female protagonist this time basically not not too difficult I, to, I hate, to make. I, this I genuinely hate that Ubisoft. They they only make one type of game, and like people joke about it, but I feel like it's just it's just become so true at this point that they only develop one style of game, and everything else it just seems like a waste of time for them. And I can't stand it. I feel the same. We were talking about it a bit uh, last time on, last night on the stream as well. I I feel the same. I know Charlie's sort of arguing the corner of of Assassin's Creed and and, and saying like Rainbow Six isn't isn't the same. Well, I think, I think, I think, I think where we came or where I came down on it was mm-hmm. that the, all they release at least one, sometimes two of their biggest tentpole titles, and almost all of them are in the exact same formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they make more than that, but in when it comes to perception, it's impossible to see that because you know. They because make the same things, and even is the same as Assassin's Creed. Is the same as the even, crew. That's what, is that's the same I mean, as even, Dogs. Is the same as yeah. But even even when like Assassin's Creed steps out of its shell to do something legitimately different, it still keeps the Ubisoft tentpole formula things. Even when it does try to do something different, it, it still maintains the towers and everything else. Um, and like. Listen, everything else has adopted that as well. I mean, video games was Ubisoft for yeah, yeah, a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's part of the reason why I'm not the biggest fan of, of Zelda Breath of the Wild, is that it, it has a lot of that Ubisoft formula in it, um, mm. with the radio towers and the fucking open world shit. And yeah, um, I think I mean Mario X come two. That'd be a really good. That'd be a nice surprise. Um, I mean, they've they've Nintendo accidentally announced it on their website already. So oh, they already cool, cool. <laughs> I opened up my phone and I saw the title, promo images. You know, mm. um, so it's it's happening. Whether it happens at Ubi or whether it happens at Nintendo, I don't know. I'm gonna it be hyped when I see it. But... it like, like it did last time it happened. Like both <laughs> should we should we start calling it uh, Fire Emblem Ye Olde XCOM? <laughs> Why not? Why not? You know, <sighs> I think it's accurate. XCOM, but it is children, and they are stabbing <laughs> adults. Jeez. Um, I'd also like to see. Again, I think we were saying this in the stream in the stream last night, but like when it comes to Ubisoft, the games that I was most interested in were all the UBR engine stuff. Uh, so like mm. Rayman Origins, Rayman Legend, Child of Light, and Alien. Uh, and every year, I I sort of I come to the Ubisoft conference not expecting because I think expecting is is too much, but hoping. That they'll do something along that line again, even if it's just a Rayman game, even if it's just a random like Child of Light two or something, which I know people were talking about at one point. Um, even if it's just that, I just I I, I hope that they do something with that UBR engine again, something cool on a on a pretty low budget that ends up being a very good game like Rayman. Or, you know, the other I think, what's, I think what interests me, and this is only something I thought about after the fact, um, very late last night, was the idea of like when we were talking about the UBR stuff, and, and, and I think other publishers took up that mantle. Like, you look at EA, yeah. who have sort of started to release those smaller type titles, um, and have very publicly said these aren't being done for profit. 
um because they don't make a huge amount of money it's more to do something interesting mm. um and when someone like ea is doing that you know it's a problem because if you're not but ea are it's like electronic yeah, yeah, yeah. arts are it's the worst a bit company of a in thing. america yeah point anyway and like and like i was saying yesterday on the stream when we were talking about it and i was like looking at the list it's like ubisoft do do a surprising amount of games mm. that aren't the ubisoft formula games but th yeah. they just don't a they don't do anywhere near as much as they used to um like back in the day when like you say when you're saying like back in the day like five years ago or whatever mm. when you had your raymans and you had your child of lights and valiant hearts and all that like it was like oh cool this is really interesting stuff this is really enjoyable but it was what it was um now it's a failure because it didn't make insane millions but their company sort of they're in a very weird place as a company right now um and that's because of everything outside of games as well as the games themselves yeah, i think it's um, impossible to divorce that at this point like it's impossible to divorce all the like decades of of abusive behavior that has been going on at uh, ubisoft specifically now yeah. that it's all come out and i think i will probably mention that as well on the live stream and be like look ubisoft did this we're just doing this because we're interested well i'm not even interested in anybody general like three but it's not supporting of ubisoft as a company um and what they've done and what they continue to do um, even though I know there are people who work in Ubisoft now who are, who are saying that the company divorced from that, they still haven't really, um, still haven't even really admitted to all of the stuff that they that we we are very aware that they've. I don't think they will though. Like, that's just yeah. but that's just a that's a comment on how the world works more than it is a comment yeah. on how the Ubisoft works. Um, I think yeah. I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. As much as they, we can all talk about this, the second if they rock up and they're like. Here is Rainbow Six Siege 2, uh, a not insignificant chunk of uh, the gaming public will completely forget about everything else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Depressingly. I think, I think it's one of those things where they're in a weird place and they could very easily come out and be like, here's a bunch of cool stuff. Mm. Um, not, and not just the usual nonsense. Here's a bunch of cool things and start to move forward. I suspect, I, 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 I can't believe there won't be something at the beginning of their show to address everything like they tried to do before. Um, I don't think there will be. I, I just think they'll start dancing. No, I, I think you'll get inappropriately like a, fondle a panda or something. I think you'll get... <laughs> I think you'll get a executive saying a bunch of platitudes that don't really mean everything about corporate culture mm. um, for a minute and then we'll get the dancing panda. Um, sure. yeah, yeah. I mean, Just Dance is going to be there, right? So. Can I say, I'm unironically looking forward to the Just Dance section. <laughs> I'm at the stage now It'll be where... something. It'll be, it's more interesting than watching hours of Far Cry 6. Well, it's, it's well, uh, no, I think, I think they're going to rename Far Cry, uh, Far Cry 6 to, uh, you, <laughs> to Ubisoft's Far Cry, Far Cry uh, Creed Dogs. Far Cry Creed Dogs. <laughs> Seven. It, like, they've skipped a game as well now. It's now it's Far Cry Creed Dog Seven instead of Far Cry Six. <laughs> We've just gone now. Nah, fuck Far Cry Six. Now is the seventh one, and it's Creed Dogs yep. <laughs> with cars. 
I remember back at Grim Games when me and Seth were talking about Watch Dogs just after it got oh, announced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I am certain this is going to be an Assassin's Creed game. Like, yeah, yeah. and this was the beginning of the you Ubisoft. You thought that it was like straight up in the Assassin's Creed universe as well. I thought that it was going, because at the time, Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 and maybe 3, but I don't think 3 had come out yet, maybe mm. 3. And it felt like they were building up to a game where it would just be in the present day because yeah. of all the present day, yeah, yeah, yeah. the present day nonsense of uh, Assassin's Creed. And when, so when it, Watch Dogs came out and I was like, this is so similar to Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. And this was before the establishment of the formula. I was like, this is basically like, even the, even the, the UI is the same. This is so similar. And, we was, and I was talking to Seth about it. And Seth was like, yeah, I'm really excited for Watch Dogs. They're really good, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I'm telling you now it's going to be an Assassin's Creed game. And he was like, what? And I was like, bro, everything about it is the exact same. It's just instead of a stabby knife wrist, you okay. do an act on your phone. And then he was like, no, I would hate that. And yeah, well, Watch Dogs happened. But then you look at everything else that happens after that. But it was, I was obsessed with that idea. I, I thought it was... I still think I was certain. I still think it could happen. Um, I think I don't know. I feel like it's it's just a pseudo Assassin's Creed. It, it, really, yeah, it, it might as well be at this point. Let's be fair. I think. Um, but uh, yeah. um, I think I, I, like, I it will get some corporate apology. That doesn't really mean anything, and it's purely a platitude. You'll then get a dancing panda, which I'm very excited for because they're not even they're not even restricted to what they can physically do in person. Now. Ooh, they can have a. They could, they could do some mad. We could see Flowrider could turn up like he did for San Marino, and it'd just be like, "Yep, Flowriders." Do you know, do you know what, what I mean? Do you know what I think that they'll do though? They'll do, they'll do a Black Lives Matter dance, and they'll someone will kneel at the end, and then they'll do like something horribly racist afterwards. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um. Up next is the Devolver Devolver Digital Devolver Digital Director. It's just Devolver Direct. I, I I've never I've not watched any of these, even though I know that's supposed to be really funny. How have you never watched it? Out of everyone, I would have suspected you would have done it. Um, I just never I just never really I just never got around to it. I just um, it just says Devolver's stream will feature five new games and two new release dates as part of its Devolver Cinematic Universe showcase. <laughs> And then obviously there's like a uh, an ongoing storyline going. They're the best. They are actually yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Devolver Digital is exactly this is the thing. Everyone looked at Nintendo and went, "We should do what Nintendo do." And don't get me wrong, <laughs> I don't think Cot should have uh, replicated Devolver because I don't think they have anywhere near the swagger to put no, it. No, do off. they fuck? But right. like, Devolver looked at the Nintendo Direct and went, "Yo." What if we did that, but we went mad? <laughs> and it's so good. It's so good. Every single year, oh, what's her name? Nina Strauss comes out, and some insanity ensues. Oh, it's just great. It's just great. To the, and the ultimate, the, I can't remember what it was. Was it Xbox, maybe, when the Xbox announcement was? I can't remember. But, you know, it was one of those videos where, um, I want to say it was Xbox, where, you know, they get, like, various different developers talking heads sure. saying how important the new xbox is or whatever yeah and they're like we love to work with the new power that gigaflops provide or whatever they say right um the gigaflops provide you know is the, that is the word they use <laughs> i love i love the no, i love the word because it's so just it's just so dumb 
have gotten I, I i i don't know what they're talking about most of the time but you, you know those sort of videos i mean and so you'll get yeah. todd howard you'll get um the bloke who runs whatever do you know what i mean you'll get all those people and then they had like nina strauss whatever her name is the woman who is the actress from the devolver digital things as if she was from devolver saying something and i was like oh they've done it they've crossed over it was like it was like a couple of weeks ago when i saw pete and baz on the one show i was like oh my god they've made it <laughs> it's oh god, happened pete and baz were on the one show shit yeah they were that's, that's great i got a phone call from my mum being like charlie pete and baz are on the one show now quick and i was like what what amazing um, but it was similar to that where I was like, they've managed their fake corporate spokesperson <laughs> is now a, one of the official talking heads for this nonsense. Beautiful. Like I said, I don't remember what it was. I think it was like an Xbox thing. But um, yeah, Devolver Digital is great, man. But you go into, I go into it with the same expectation of like the Day of the Devs or whatever, where I'm just like, show me something cool yeah. and interesting. Like that's all they'll show me. But like those shows are genuinely brilliant. Um, up next, we've got a, a short stream from Gearbox. Uh, Wonderland, so Wonderlands, Wonderlands, yeah, oh, the new, their new oh, Borderlands game. Has that actually been announced now? Yeah, it got announced at um, opening night of life. Cool. There's a couple of other things I think that we, it's whatever. Isn't it? Do you, do you guys? I think uh, Louis, do you like Gearbox stuff? Like Borderlands. Uh, I like, I like, I like Borderlands. Like for new Borderlands. Well, I say I like Borderlands, but I think really I just liked Borderlands 2, now that I think about Borderlands it. Borderlands 2 was good, to be fair. Yeah, like, I was like, oh my god, Borderlands so good, but really, I think I just liked Borderlands 2. Because I had so much fun with that game, playing it with friends and all that kind of stuff. Like, I spent a long time. I spent a long time on that game, but as a series, no, it's not so great. Pre-sequel, I thought it was boring. Borderlands 1 was very boring. Borderlands 1 was very boring. I like Tales from the Borderlands as well, the Telltale uh, one that they did. I remember I played the first part of that, never got round to it, but I did really quite enjoy it. I played the whole thing, but I, don't... I really enjoyed it. But then it's really divorced from Borderlands in general, other than like the art style and the comedy. Like, well, see, I, really see this is the thing, is I, I think it's it's not totally divorced from it in terms of like... They're just saying stuff that should be in normal Borderlands games. But yeah. normal Borderlands games are so focused on the guns that it can't explore that stuff. Sure. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm usually quite... Div- I don't know. Like, I'm usually quite divorced from, like, Telltale properties, I think, because I just don't... I'm not too into... I'm not really too into the style of gameplay, to be honest. Mm. Like... Uh, I feel like it's just decision making, and then the rest of it's just exposition just being thrown at you. It's it's. I think it's more like cutscene, which is good, but it's just with... to me, it it's just it just feels like storytelling with very minimal input from the player. It is to it is to a degree, it is to a degree. Oh, there is some yeah. input by the player, obviously, and then they do stuff like like going further on with like Life is Strange, for example, puzzles and stuff in it. Um, mm. it, it it is what you're saying, and if that's that's not so, yeah. well, it's like all visual novel games. I just don't vibe with them unless they they're about pizza. Well, that one was <laughs> that one was special because I don't like it so much for its game. That's not a game I I, I think about in terms of its gameplay. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I yeah. if it's if it's I mean that's the same with all visual novels. If it's cleverly written. If it's entertaining, if it's funny, then like, it's good. Not really, it's not. Like I've I have played visual novels before. I played a few. 
And it's very obvious to tell which ones you don't like. Because the ones you don't like are ones that you read and go, this is boring. And the ones that you do like are the ones you are laughing with or like getting emotional with or whatever. Like you play Steinsgate. Um, which I used to, did you watch Steinsgate with us, Louis, when we watched it a, a, a long time ago? I watched it a bit. A bit of it. But like, like so Steinsgate is one of those shows that's very emotional, but then also has like hints of comedy in it. And if you're playing through the game, the, the visual novel of it, then obviously you get all of that plus more because there's more content. So, like, that as a visual novel, you don't enjoy it because of its mechanics, although it does have a unique mechanic like texting. Um, it's more that you're there for the, the story itself and not them repeats again. But we're there for the, the comedy and the humour. Um, but also the fact that it does sometimes wacky shit with its mechanics, like turns it into a JRPG for a bit. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so next we've got the Upload VR show. I have no fucking clue what that is. Uh, the only thing that it's saying here on the Eurogame is that we're Doctor Who, The Edge of Time. Sure. I've, I've, I, just don't, I, just, I just don't care. Like, again, if they show something cool, cool, but, like, whatever, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Basically. It's, um, it's, for, it's for such a niche audience. I think <laughs> It so. exists for them and I mean, them only. Considering I don't think any of us have any VR at all. Also, oh, you just, yeah, I, yeah, sorry, I just got to break away from this a sec. I, have, I had, like, a little packet of waffles. Which have been sat on top of Wait, my computer, and Louis. now all the caramel in the middle end of them has all melted. Louis, it's can, you, can you repeat the word you just said? <laughs> uh, why? Because you said um, you said waffles. I had waffles. You said waffles. That's a waffle. Yeah, I heard waffles, bro. <laughs> some waffles. <laughs> yeah, waffles. waffles. Got some waffles. <laughs> Oh, well. they're good. Um, did you eat the waffles? I'm eating them now. I've just pulled them off my computer. Hmm. And all the caramel in the middle is uh, melted. Sounds good, though. Sounds like a good thing. Anyway, the next big one. We've got our next big one. is uh happening on Sunday. Which I think this should be out before. Um, So you'll have all of our E3 predictions before the big E3. Um, And this is the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase. Hmm. And it's going to be... I don't know. I assume it's going to be big. Um, they're, they're saying, like, on, on the Eurogamer website anyway, they're saying Halo, Inf- Halo Infinite is going to be re-revealed. Pretty much. Um, another is the Bethesda stuff, so hopefully a first look at Starfield. Um, but don't expect Elder, Elder Scrolls 6, because, you know, it's, it's a while away. Uh, they also say they're never going to make it. They're never going to make it. They are going to make it. Absolutely I reckon it's going to get. I reckon it's going to get cancelled. Nah, it's Elder Scrolls Six. Even if it's like a pile of shit, they'll release it. Um, and then they've also got stuff like uh, Fable, Forza Motorsport, and also uh, Perfect Dark are coming out. Well, or like they say, they say those games are going to be shown. Uh, I'm going to start with Louis because I think Louis is the one with the most interest in this showcase. What do you want to see from the Xbox and Bethesda game? You know what I want to see. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you know, you know, I Don't want Skyrim. Me. You know, I want Elder Scrolls. You know, <laughs> you I want, want Skyrim you know... again. Oh well, that's not okay. Maybe not Skyrim again. 
<laughs> what, what about Skyrim 2? Two Skyrim Mia. Two Skyrim for you. Um, you, 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 would you would you would you so if they said we were announcing Skyrim 2 would you be excited probably not no would you do you want um a subtitle or a location for Elder Scrolls 6 you want them to say we're doing it in this place I just want information I feel starved of information it's because I don't have it at the moment I think it's still that far off. What what's what's the thing that you want most to know about Elder Scrolls? If you could choose one thing that they told you at E3 this year about Elder Scrolls 6, what would it be? Where it is. Where, where it's, it is. Where it's where set. What do you want where do you want it to be set? Um I wouldn't mind if it was set in Black Marsh or as they've now retconned it to uh, be known as Argonia. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Even though I think Black Marsh is a better name. Hmm. I don't know why they changed it. Though I could probably think to why they changed it. Argonians are there. Yeah, that's that's fair. I always thought elsewhere, which is the place where the, it's the desert place with the the Khajiit. Uh, I always thought that sounded like a really cool idea for a game. Like for an Elder Scrolls game set in a desert area, I just because we we've had the snowy mountains of Skyrim, just it being set in like a tropical desert, I think would be incredible with loads of cat people everywhere. Oof. Cool idea. Do you think it will be that far divorced from the land you see in Skyrim? No, do I fuck because like all of the the Elder Scrolls games have been in fairly similar locations. Um, so they they probably won't go anywhere near like let's do this. I just that is to me the best case scenario is we've done all of these big foresty locations. Last time we did wintry mountainous forests. Let's mm. go all the way in the other direction and do something crazy and make it a desert. Uh, and also, I think a desert would look ridiculous. Like desert areas always look good, but like a desert area in. I remember when gen- they announced the Dragonborn DLC. Hmm. Skyrim. And that was going to be set in Solstheim, which was a territory of Morrowind. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, Morrowind, it's going to be like full of ash and like it's going to be full of like giant mushrooms and stuff like that. And I'm like, nope, just more hills and snow. Couple of mushrooms, though. There's there's one giant mushroom. One. Which Neloth lives in. So, so it kind of yeah. To me, seems like they wouldn't go down the route in that the the game will be massively different to others. They'll probably just do something similar to um the last lot, basically. So that's what I feel like anyway. I don't feel like they're going to do a big over overhaul and make a, a very interesting looking world. It's just going to be very similar, like Oblivion, similar to Skyrim, similar to, similar to fucking. Blackrock, is it? I don't know. The the High Rock? High Rock, yeah. High Rock and Red Red Guard place as well. Um Hammerfell. Hammerfell. Because that's that's the the two areas in Elder Scrolls 2, and it's High Rock and Hammerfell. Um but they also are exactly the same anyway. In game. <laughs> Not in lore terms, but in game terms. Yeah. But yeah, Hammerfell's meant to be just just desert. Yeah, yeah, but it it's not in I believe I believe it's not in Elder Scrolls 2, but I, I haven't actually fully played. Yeah, but Elder Scrolls 2 was made in like the 1990s. 
And also the world was procedurally generated. Mm, that was a thing. That was it's weird. It was a weird one. Anyway. So um, that's why it doesn't look like it's supposed to, because it was they decided to do a, a proc gen game, which was really bad because the problem with proc gen games is that no matter how how infinite you can make the landscapes, they're all gonna look identical. <laughs> they're all gonna look identical. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, have you got anything that you want to see from Xbox and Bethesda, John? Psychonauts. Oh uh, yeah, Psychonauts Two is probably going to be the. Uh, it's probably going to be mentioned. In. It's it's almost definitely not be a, release a big date. deal. A release date. There'll be a tra- there'll be a trailer and a release date. And a That's and a bet. and a free on Game Pass thing. Yeah, although they've already announced, that, I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's. There's a lot of stuff. It, there's a lot of stuff I'm sort of vaguely interested in, hmm. um, and I'm intrigued because I think this is a huge. This is a really big moment for Microsoft. Um, they've obviously had months and months of really good PR um, in terms of like, oh, Game Pass is great, isn't it? Um, hmm. And I think although that has been maybe slightly blown up a little bit, obviously Game Pass is very very good, and it, good, they've yeah. put all of their eggs in that basket. And this is. In my opinion, at least, I think this is the biggest moment for them in terms of getting a giant book out and just dropping it, a tomb, a yellow pages of bangers that are upcoming and going, mm. here is why you should, be, you should stay subscribed to Game Pass or be subscribed to Game Pass. And I think as opposed to usual ones where we see a lot of third party stuff, um, I don't think we're going to see much of that. Yeah, because okay. A, all the third parties have their own thing going on, and B, they've got to show, they've got, they've got to convince you on Game Pass. They're no longer trying to convince you to buy an Xbox. They're trying to convince you to get Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I think this is a huge moment for them, and I'm interested to see how they deal with that. Um, when you're talking about specific games, yeah, Psychonauts Two is the biggest one because it's mm. coming soon. Um, if you, I, I think the release date will be potentially within the next two months i think it's going to happen um i think that fable would be make me very excited although i doubt we see anything from that i would be we very hyped i reckon we'll see a bit i don't think we'll see loads but i think we'll see a bit i think fable is coming out in 2023 at the earliest really? so i would be surprised if we saw anything sure. pleasant very very pleasantly surprised but I, do, I would be pleasant and the other one weirdly weirdly is um perfect dark mm. uh and and i don't particularly care for perfect dark i've never played one before i like the idea of it sure. um but they've they seem to they seem to have spent so much money on building this team to play perfect to make perfect dark mm. um and they've been walking around calling it quadruple a and all this other sort of stuff that uh and, and i've always liked the fuck. idea of perfect dark i've never actually played it but i've liked the idea of it so i would be intrigued for them to go bang have yeah. it let's go um i'd be i'd be definitely very interested in perfect dark. yeah it's definitely a game that i'm interested in. i played the original i played perfect dark zero through as well which was the one on xbox 360 um mm. and i actually somewhat enjoyed it it wasn't amazing but i, I somewhat enjoyed it i think i think yeah, for me uh, I'd love to see some Elder Scrolls Six. I don't think we will, or I think we'll see a teaser or something like that. But I don't think we'll see lots. I'd love to see I, Elder Scrolls Six. I don't so. think you'll see anything from Elder Scrolls Six. Really? I think Starfield's they'll... coming out first. So, oh yeah, but Elder Scrolls Six. Starfield. Oh, let's be real. Elder Scrolls Six isn't coming out until twenty twenty five. Probably. But I think they will. I think they'll say something about it because they know that that's what people want. Like the like last time, 
when Bethesda went, alright, we'll show you a bit of Elder Scrolls 6 then, shut up. And they showed that like teaser trailer that literally had nothing going on. It was just like, here's a bit of grass. My, my Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> yeah, my bet is that you get less than that. My yeah. bet would be you have he mentions Todd it. Howard or whoever talking about uh, Starfield and mm. go, you know that we are, you know that we're making, you know, and you're anticipating that we are making Elder Scrolls Six, but first we have a brand new experience, Starfield, blah blah yeah. blah 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 blah, and then they'll show off Starfield yeah. because Starfield's coming out within the next two years, whereas Elder Scrolls I, Six is. I don't miles see. Off. I think he'll come on. He'll talk about Starfield, and he won't mention anything else. And then after he's done with Starfield, he'll go. But don't forget, we are still working on Elder Scrolls Six, and then maybe we'll see a bit more grass, or it'll just walk off after. The only reason I reckon it'll be the other way around is because I think the reason they did that last time is because they knew Fallout 76 would be negatively received mm -hmm. yeah, because it's such a departure from everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they were like, right, we, we get that stuff out of the way and then we also announced the two big things, whereas Starfield is is a huge, is a monumentally huge deal. Sure, sure. So I think that's fine to end on because that's the, the new hotness. Sure, sure. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else from Xbox super interesting. I just want to see them do more stuff with Game Pass. And I think there's some Game Pass stuff that we'll talk about a bit later, probably. Stuff, um, but I, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I think here's a bet: every single thing you see on the Xbox thing will be on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, I most of it might everything. be day one. If everything, yeah, everything and everything will be day one, if not close to that. If it's a third-party game, like I imagine, because there's some link between the Xbox. Scarlet Nexus, even though I know Bando Namco is doing their own thing, I don't think Scarlet Nexus will be day one Game Pass, but I think it will eventually probably come to Game Pass. I don't know. I reckon they'll also announce like a major game that's been out for a couple of years, but coming to Game Pass, but like a major, okay. major game. I don't know what it would be, okay. but something where they can go, this is on Game Pass as well now. Look I at think, that. I think the thing that I'm predicting now is something we'll, we'll talk about when we. Sure, okay, friend. Um, I'll move. I'll move on a little bit further. Um, Square Enix presents on just after that at eight fifteen. Um, says Square Enix is showcases headlined with a world premiere for the next game from Eidos Montreal. Eidos, Eidos. Uh, back mm -hmm. into uh, two thousand seventeen, Eurogamer uh, thought that they were Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, do for a reveal. Also beyond that, the forty minute showcase will feature updates. Avalon's Fall, the Black Panther expansion for Marvel's Avengers, Life is Strange True Colors, as well as the first look at Life is Strange Remastered. Now, I've heard a lot of stuff about the squad. I mean, fair that's probably anyway. Yeah, I was going to go, you'll go. My turn. I've heard, a, I've heard a lot of people on Twitter saying Square Enix has big stuff to show. Whether or not that means, due to the things that I, due to the, the areas that I travel, that we're getting a lot of final. 16. Maybe. Um, whether or not it's that they're talking about this Guardians of the Galaxy project and, and it's going to be good. I mean, if it is, if they're making a Guardian of the Gal Guardians of the Galaxy project and it's really good, then I'm probably on board for that. Because uh, I really love those films. But then there's, there's a lot of other stuff, like Life is Strange. I know a lot of people love Life is Strange. I liked Life is Strange 1 a lot. I didn't play Life is Strange 2. True Colors looks cool. I don't really give a shit about the Avengers expansion. Let's be, let's be fair. I don't know many people care about the Avengers. Yeah. 
There's also uh, the fucking PlayStation game. Is it called Forboden now or something like that? Oh, yeah, the, um... Yeah, I don't know. I but that intrigued me at the time. That, um... I'm, 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 in the back of my head, I'm saying Agni's Philosophy, but it's not. It's something else. Um, it's, yeah, the, 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 that has recently been announced, or, like, it was announced, like, a couple of years ago, and then sort of has been building the PS5. Um, that looks really mm. interesting. If we see a bunch of that, I'm very up for it, because that looks like a really cool game. And I know that I'm, I'm absolutely fucking. I mean, like, as it, like, it intrigued me when they first showed it, and I would be, yeah. I would be interested to see more. Like, while you Google it, I'll say this about Square Enix because this is basically my entire print on it. Um, I don't really have any expectations. Um, I'm just going into it thinking, okay, I'm interested. The Guardians of the Galaxy thing specifically. I'm very interested in mainly because it can't be the exact same format as the Avengers. So what the hell is it actually going to be? So that's intriguing to me. Well, if it's a if it's a Guardians of the Galaxy one, I imagine it's just like a, a, a single player, or even, or maybe even a co-op game at this point. But like, I imagine it's going to be a single player story game. That'd be beautiful. So similar to to like a Tomb Raider, maybe. Yeah, I would be very, very into that. I don't think it will be, but I would be very, very into that. But that's the thing. In my head, I'm like, oh, it'll just be another Destiny clone. But I don't think <laughs> that they can make another one of those, especially from... Like, they could, but if it's from the Marvel license as well, I doubt that's the case. So I'm intrigued to see where they actually go with it. Uh, it's called Forspoken. Spoken. There you go. So uh, just, just going through a couple of things. I'm on their website now. So going through a couple of things I think we'll see. Uh, we'll see a bit more of the world ends with you. I love the, I love the term. This. Sorry, I just love the term "destiny clone." What they are? Well, no, yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. Yeah, we don't we don't have to split hairs about yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, we'll see they saw of... destiny and they saw how well it went. They went, yeah, go <laughs> on. Let's clone it. I mean, it's the same with all the WoW clones and the Halo clones and the other uh, other thing clones. That, the Ubisoft yeah, clones, everything. The Call of Duty clones. I don't think destiny went well though. Like, it's not particularly mainstream or anything it makes i think it is now like i think it struggled at the start but it, it ended up being massive and then like loads of other companies were like we'll we'll copy that from whatever else yeah anthem oh Ooh, my zoom. god um i think we'll see anthem, anthem had died a year anthem after died. its release jesus christ that game came out in 2019 it's it's yeah yeah it, oh my god that, that game, just, it, was, it was such a train wreck. We're going to see The World Ends With You. That comes out literally in a month. We might just see the Final Fantasy XIV trailer again. I don't think we'll see anything new, considering they've just had a big Final Fantasy XIV Um, Forspoken. We, I, if we don't see Forspoken, people are going to be upset. Because that game looks good. Babylon's Fall, that's... I don't even remember what that is. Apparently, Dying Light 2 is under Square Enix as well. Is it? Apparently, that's, it's on their, their products page. Yeah. Oh, fair, fair enough. We may see some Dying Light 2 as well. Maybe um, we probably will. I'm, uh, I'm being, being told by people to not expect Kingdom Hearts in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't Which expect I, Kingdom I, Hearts. Yeah, that's, that's totally fair. Um, but I expect some Final Fantasy 16. I expect some of Forspoken. For I expect Dwellings with. I think even just those three to me is going to be big in 
Life, in, Life of Strange is going to be cool. Because they're usually interesting. And if they do announce something big like a Guardians of the Galaxy project, I'm on. Do you have anything from Square Enix that you? I don't. I don't. I, I'm not sure if there has ever been a Square Enix title that I've ever cared about. Um. Uh. I, I know. I know. Adam, you'll probably try one day. Not really. I don't. Up to you. You should. You should care. I know, because I don't know if you'll actually enjoy them or not. Like, I, I don't like. As much as I'd love for you to play, for example, Final Fantasy X, which is my favourite game ever, as much as I'd love for you to play that, like, the only reason that I'd want you to play that is if you enjoy it. So if you aren't going to enjoy it, which you in JRPGs in general is like a, you know, it's it's a struggle. And, you know, if you're not going to enjoy it, then why would I want you to play it? Though? Hear me out, Baron Wonderworld. Balan Wonderworld. We could get Balan Wonderworld 2. Balan 2. Bang. Let's get Balan 2. Balan 2. Balan's back for blood. Um, Ooh, Balan. Balan's <laughs> booty. Balan's back for booty. Balan's back for booty. I already love it, man. Balan's back for blood. That's the... Uh, that, to be fair, the only thing I said that is because there is going to be a conference in between Square Enix and the PC gaming show uh, for back for blood. Or is it black for blood? Because that's what Eurogamer says. And I don't know whether that's a... <laughs> no, it's back something. for blood. Don't know what they. Uh, maybe they just mistyped the L, but yeah, Back for Blood. That's um, that's that Left 4 Dead game. Yeah, looks looks cool. Um, I'm sure we'll just see a couple of trailer. It's coming. I saw earlier on on Twitter that apparently it's rumored to be coming to Game Pass on day one. So, um, I suspect we will stream it at some point. I mean, it 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 looks mm. really fun. Um, it's not something I would be massively hyped for otherwise because multiplayer. But I like I say. If it comes to Game Pass day one, mm. you'll probably you'll probably see us to replay it once at some point. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. Um, so after that, we've got the PC gaming show, which is usually boring as fuck. Um, actually, wait, wait, just before we move on, can I just say something wrong? One thing, real quick. Evolve deserves more respect. Okay, right, we can carry on. Evolve. Oh, for the yeah, yeah, okay. The game that brought back for blood. Evolve was better than people gave it credit for. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Um, so the PC gaming show here, uh, just as it's a regular fixture, it says there's a lot planned, including Dying Light 2, colon, a human. Um, <laughs> big news for the Orcs Must Die franchise, new humankind and chivalry 2 announcement. Rather cryptically, a message from Valve regarding Steam. Um, last year's PC gaming show saw news of Persona 4 Golden coming to PC, Ooblet's early access date, the reveal of Dean Hall's sci-fi survival game Icarus, a look at yeah. the Shadow Man re- I mean, they're usually quite long on the PC game. Yeah. Respect. And a lot of, not a lot of stuff happens, and it's usually kind of like just chime, and then occasionally like a big thing. So like, I'll tell you now, the, the thing that I was like thinking was the, in related to the Xbox thing is I think Persona 5 Royal will come to PC. Or, sure. or or Persona 3 remake or something like that. And as that comes to PC, that will also come to Game Pass. If Persona if Persona 5 Royal comes to PC, I will buy it. I'll never I'll never open I will never turn on my PS4 ever again. 
<laughs> I, 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 I've seen people rumoring or people talking about Persona 5 coming to PC, and I think, you know what, Persona 5 or, or Persona 3 remake of some kind could very handily come to the PC. Considering Persona 4 Golden did so ridiculously well, like it was at the top of the Steam charts for a, a, a while after it just came out. Um, and and if I think if Persona 5 Royal comes to PC, it will also come to Game Pass. And I think that'll be Microsoft's big... Also, Persona 5 Royal is coming to Game Pass. And I think that's a big win. If, they, if they're announcing a third party, a big win for Microsoft would be the best PlayStation exclusive of the last generation. The highest rated PlayStation. Because this is a fact. Persona 5 Royal is the highest rated PlayStation exclusive of the last. Yeah, but it's not a big enough win. It's a, it's a big win. win. It's a big, but it's but not not, not to the. I'm saying I think well, yes, that I, would be the, really. The only, I think the it would only be other really, win would be, be wrong, is, wrong, is the Last of Us. Which no, don't get me. No, but I'm not saying not. Yeah, I'm not talking about like that. What I'm saying is, to the general public, it's not a huge win. To us, it would be a big deal, but I think I think they have to have, in my opinion, if they have that, which would be a really big deal for us and for me, because I mean, I could actually. Sure, to be fair, I got Persona Five because it, yeah, PS5. Yeah. Um, it would be a big deal for us and mm. people like us, but I feel like they want like like I'm thinking like GTA Five. I'm thinking something like that where they just and GTA Five not as big a deal as it would have been five years ago. Them saying yeah. that, don't get me wrong, but yeah. something like that where they can just go and not GTA Five because they have a, a deal with Sony apparently, but. Um, <laughs> just have some big like something, something big and vague. Some, something the general public will take very large notice of I don't know what Fortnite. that is Fortnite's coming to Game Pass sure I mean it's already free but yeah sure but you know what I mean exactly. something like that something that's, that's, that's well, I don't think although that would be like huge that. that would be a big deal for for uh, the hardcore gaming uh, I think it's a big hardcore gamers out there see becoming I, don't, I think why it's a big deal for people who may not care about video games, is that like that for the longest time is a place. It's 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 essentially the same as when Final Fantasy started coming to Xbox. Like yeah, Final Fantasy is way bigger. You'd be surprised at this I point. Don't, you'd I be don't. Surprised. I, I don't think I would be. <laughs> let, me, let me say uh, it, it's it's way bigger, but it's not as big as it's not as much not as it's. The, the the gap between the two is not as big as you're expecting. Um, it's a bit mm, okay. Interesting. interesting. Is is the way I would phrase that. Like before Persona Five came out, you'd be one hundred percent correct in saying there's literally no there's literally no way there's nowhere near. But Persona has become one of the biggest uh, Japanese RPGs around. And let let's say like. Before Persona became big, it was Final Fantasy, Pokemon, and Dragon Quest. And Dragon Quest doesn't matter to the West. Dragon yeah. Quest only matters to Japan. Yeah. I would say now the top three are Final Fantasy, Pokemon, not in that order, Persona. I think Persona has, has jumped ahead of Dragon Quest in the West specifically and also in Japan. To a point. Well, I mean, Japan's top three are Dragon Quest. Pokemon and Persona, because like I think Persona is now in the top three of like well-known Japanese role. I mean, and this is this is why I think not as much, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there, ten thousand percent. Don't get me wrong. Um, so Persona, this is of 
this is of March 2020. The Persona mm-hmm. franchise has sold 13.1 million units in a total, which is huge, which is very big. Huge. Final Fantasy 15 by itself sold 10 million. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, this is what I'm saying yeah. about, like, if they said, yo, the next Final Fantasy, but even then, the next Final Fantasy, maybe not, but if, if they said the next Final Fantasy, then I think people turn around because they've heard that name. Mm-hmm. I think Persona's still... Persona's it's, way it's bigger cool. than it was. Like it's you say, pre-Persona 5, Persona was even was even niche. Oh, yeah, it was far more um, yeah, I think I think the, the the point with Persona though is it's still growing as well. Like its name is still growing, and for Xbox to go, oh, 100%, yeah. we have this partnership with Sega now. And a lot of people want Microsoft to buy Sega, which I think is is one hundred percent never going to happen. Um, but yeah, but them yeah, to have this partnership just... with Sega because of the Yakuza stuff, because of Two Point Hospital and Game Pass, Sega have a history of Game Pass now. They have a history on Game Pass. I think Persona Five is. I think it's coming to PC. That's how they. Okay. I mean, I, it would be it would be a big deal. Hmm. I think so. I think yeah. Anyone else got anything for the PC game? Computers. <laughs> yeah. Computers. Uh, the the thirty eighty thirty ninety Ti. What do we want Valve to? Pre-ordered now for. £1,200. What do we think Valve are going to say about Steam? It's either going to be... It'll be one or two things, in my opinion. It'll be their portable console thing that they've been... That's supposedly in the works that Valve are making. Or it will be they're going to make their own Game Pass service. We are cancelling Half-Life 3. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to say this, but after 10 years in development... We are finally cancelling. Next, Portal 3, Left 4 Dead 3, and Team Fortress 3. No. They don't make games anymore. Well, they just I, they... No, I say they announce them and then not make them. To be fair to Valve, they actually released a game recently. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is wild, isn't it? I mean, don't get me wrong, it's for the nichest platform it possibly could be, but they actually did it, for, to, be, <laughs> to be fair to them. I do, do kind of like that idea of there being a game and it having, like, a sequel. There doesn't have to be there doesn't have to be a trilogy of everything, does there, really? I strongly... I, listen, I'm, I'm fine with them making games and no sequels, so I'm completely okay with that. Mm. If we could just strick every sequel off the record, I would be more than happy with that. Let's just get rid of them all, you know? <laughs> Uh, next up, we've got the Future Game Show. Uh, it's the second time in a row that's being shown. It's hosted by Laura Bailey and Troy Baker. Uh, last year, we had Dreamfall Devs' new game, Dustborn, the reveal of Bomber Crew again. Space Crew. Okay, Space Crew. Also, Serial Cleaner. I don't know, man. I don't have any expectations. Any future game. Yeah. Nothing. I'll see the trailers after the fact <laughs> on my YouTube sub box. <laughs> I'll see the trailers, but in between that and another stream, we have in television. Of course, this is how you know everyone has a, a, a some sort of thing going on this summer. Yeah. That in television have a have a thing going in on television. in television. The Take Two interactive panel, which could be interesting. I think that was one of the ones that we were debating talk. Because they could have something big there. Mm. Just because Take-Two. Uh, mythical Games. And Freedom Games. Oh, 
Um, and then it's the Capcom showcase stream, which is going to be like a Nintendo Direct. Um, I guess they say they've got four games confirmed so far: the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, which is Monster Hunter Stories Two, Monster Hunter Rise, Resident Evil Village. Uh, whether we'll see more on that is hoping. To What do you want from Resident Evil's DLC, Charlie? Too soon. I can't see it happening, but... Um, that's a good question. Um, a prequel set in Lady D's castle, I think, is the most obvious answer. I think that's just... It, if they don't her. do that... More of her. I don't, I don't, it's more of her, but it's also just like... It's so obvious. <laughs> It's so obvious in every way, shape, or form. If they don't do it, they're just looking at money and going, I don't know if I'm vibing currency. <laughs> like, like, like it's so blatantly obvious. Yeah, um, yeah, you're not wrong. It makes sense from both a story standpoint in terms of Resident Evil 8. It makes sense in terms of what the public would want. It would mm. make sense in terms of like what they have. Like, I think it's just abundantly clear that that's what should be the case um that yeah there's other like the thing is about resident evil 8 they have a bunch of really interesting villains who have existed for more than the time you are playing resident evil 8 in story yeah so there's a lot of there's there's room there's a lot of room for them to maneuver in terms of dlc stuff if they wanted to do it um, I think it'll be too close. I can't imagine. Like, I mean, if they just come out and go, yeah, we're doing a Lady D DLC, don't worry. I, I think the world will go wild for it. But Probably, yeah. I, I can't imagine them seeing anything, showing anything or seeing anything from it. There might um, even just be a teaser of her in general because, like, making her thing is, like, the probably. easiest way to just get a win. I mean, Resident Evil has a lot going on this year. I mean, like I said, I think I think the more likelihood will be they will announce the release date of the multiplayer thing um, and show that off in detail because that was meant to that was meant to come out with Resident Evil 8 and it didn't um, and that's a that's that's technically I guess DLC at that point um, because it's not, not you don't have to pay for it it's in Resident Evil 8 it exists sure. like I technically have the files on my PlayStation I can download them it's just when I click on it it says I can't play it so whatever um so that's the thing that will definitely be shown and then obviously resident evil has all of their 25th anniversary stuff going on at the moment so True. we've got the uh, the netflix show and the film that's coming up we might see a trailer for the film um there's a yeah a bunch of different things which i'm intrigued about the film because it's just it's just weird that it exists to me um a live, a, a live action a live action resident evil film in the year of our lord 2021 which is starring effie from skins it, oh jesus it, just, it is isn't it i forgot about that it's just the whole thing is just confusing to me that it exists but i suspect we might see a trailer for that maybe but we'll see uh, I, I think i'm interested in the capcom one it was one of those that i really wanted to see uh almost entirely because i really love ace attorney ace favorite franchises um the great ace attorney chronicles is a series of games that were only ever released in Japan, yeah, and are now being brought on to the West. So big deal for me. Monster Hunter also is really cool. I wonder if they've got more than just those four games. I wonder if there's a Street Fighter reveal or something like that happening. Because it's been a while since Street Fighter, and I wonder if, or, or I wonder if there's a Marvel versus Capcom thing going. I think those could be big deals if they announce. Marvel uh, yeah, maybe. Specifically. 
if they go. Isn't there? Doesn't there a rumor? Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there a rumor that there's a Marvel versus DC fighting game happening? I didn't. I don't know. I, I heard this, but it might have been. I might have got twisted what I heard. Mm. So I'm just wondering because that's complete lunacy. If true. That is complete lunacy. But I, 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 I don't know. I expect more than the four games from Capcom, uh, unless they're going on a deep dive for both Monster Resident Evil DLC, Resident Evil a bit of Ace Attorney or a deep dive in Ace Attorney. I don't know. They can do. Um, but yeah, if they give us a new Street Fighter, I, I expect a new fighting game. Well, basically, and I don't expect a Devil May Cry because it's yeah. Huh. Is there anything you expect from Capcom, Lou? Uh, not particularly. A, a fighting game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're known for them. They're known for them. I'm, I'm expecting a fighting game. <laughs> a fighting game, some kind. Uh, next up. Is a big one. It's Nintendo Direct. That's on Tuesday, the fifteenth of June. Um, it says forty-minute showcase will exclusively focus on Nintendo Switch software, and it won't show a new console, uh, which everyone's been going on about for the last twenty years. Um, and it just says, "Could Metroid Prime Four or Breath of the Wild Two make appearance?" Also followed by a Nintendo Treehouse Live event. Which is the norm for Nintendo. I have this big idea. I have this big thought that we're going to get some Donkey Kong content because it's Donkey Kong's thirty-fifth anniversary, and it and it kind of falls in July, I think. So cool. I, I, I don't know. Like I, I like considering we don't get any Donkey Kong ever. Not that I'm a massive fan of Donkey Kong, that, but I think that there's just it's it's the time. Or some Donkey Kong. <laughs> no. I know Nintendo have a bunch of anniversaries this year, like Zelda's anniversary as well, but like we we've got Breath of the Wild 2 coming and we already know about um Skyward Sword remake. Uh, it's still like a, a remake of, of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess the Switch as well, but I mean it's whatever. I do think that we're gonna get some Donkey Kong. Whether it's a brand yeah. new game I don't know. Some they, they, they might have to be careful because if Billy Mitchell doesn't get the world record score or whatever, he'll probably try and sue Nintendo or some shit. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think Donkey Kong's a good show. Uh, I don't know if we'll see any Pokemon because that tends to be separate. It tends to be its own separate thing when it comes to Direct. Yeah, Pokemon Company. Um, they tend to do their own big Pokemon Directs. So I wouldn't brace myself for a Pokemon. Is it Diamond and Pearl? The remake. The Diamond and Pearl remake. I would expect them to come a little bit later on down the line. Um, we'll we'll probably see something Zelda, whether or not it's the remake or Breath of the Wild two. Don't know. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about Fire Emblem, either a brand new game or remake of Path of Radiance, Radiant Dawn that we were playing a little bit ago, which would be cool. I'd be happy for a remake of those games. Um, but it's going to be 40 minutes. Also, the last time that they announced they did anything, they announced Splatoon 3. Do you think we'll get any Splatoon 3? Probably. That'd be nice. I'd like to see if that game is um, is what they kind of teased and has a, a good single player. Because if they do, I'm very... That would, yeah, that would make me very interest, interested, actually, to be fair. Because it, that it, would make it, me te- it teased it last time. It was kind of like, oh, look, it could be a really cool single player game. 
Oh, it's Splatoon 3 and there's multiplayer. There's so much potential with that franchise, man. Mm. And I'm not saying they're not living up to its potential, don't get me wrong, because obviously the Splatoon games are very good. But I don't think they are like, living up to that potential, even in a, in a, in a way of like, because it could be an esports category and they don't really support it. I know Nintendo don't really care about supporting their competitive games. Uh, but <laughs> it could be an esports game. It could be very, I don't know if it could be very successful in esports. It could at least be somewhat successful. Put their weight behind it. I guess I think it's just it's not in their priorities, is it? Which is no, fair enough. But even again, but even again, within their priorities, I don't. Know. I just look at it and I think like, if you made that game and you had an amazing single player as well as the great multiplayer, I mean, I need. I really want an amazing. For it. If there's just an amazing if, single player campaign, if there isn't an amazing single player campaign, I won't buy it. But I'm I'm probably the same. Point. Um. Mm. But I will, like, it'll be a day one if there is an amazing player campaign. I'll be like, yeah, I need to. And then I might even just play the multiplayer. Also, we're almost definitely getting a Smash character. Name a, name a character that is in Smash. Not not one that is now in Smash. I mean, a character that you want to be in Smash. Yeah, that's a good question. The Queen. That's a good one. Elizabeth, what, the, Elizabeth, the Queen Elizabeth, of England? Elizabeth II. Yeah. Louis, who do you predict to be in Smash? Uh, I'm, not, I'm trying to have a think, actually. The Queen's Ooh. a good shot. The Queen's a good shot. Um, As she does her final smash, she's like, off with their heads! And then she like... And it just rains try. corgis. And she beheads Mario. <laughs> she beheads Mario. <laughs> it rains corgis. She picks a corgi up and lobs it at Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, I'm in for this now. This is something I want. <laughs> how how about... What about Benny from Fallout New Vegas? Okay, cool. We've got Benny from Fallout New Vegas and These are two, the Queen. Two very large shouts and all of it. But, yeah. Neither... To, to get that, I, I had to look at the first game I saw on a shelf. And what I, I love, what I love is that somehow Louise picks a game character and I haven't, and yet they're probably both as likely as each other. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Is there anything you guys want from Nintendo specifically? Mario XCOM 2. Oh yeah, that will that'll be probably shown at the Ubisoft, but I assume they'll give us another. Um, honestly, no. I'm just happy to see what I'm happy to, happy to see what happens. Yeah, Louis, do you want anything from Nintendo? Uh. Fucking scrap that. Well, then again, the panel they have the Pokemon as separate entities now. I but think so. Fuck it, fuck it. Nintendo owns it, so that that Pokemon the Gen that Gen Four remake you're doing, scrap it. Do it again. Make it look better. Do it again. Well, they've got that Pokemon. If we're talking Pokemon, they've got that Pokemon open world thing, right? They do. They do. Uh, yeah. You've got the Pokemon open. Well, world I guess thing. they're all open world, but you know what I mean. The third person, the, yeah, like the action thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do have a couple more. Uh, we also have Namco Bandai on the same same day. There's Namco Bandai. There's a few dated games later this year, which we'll see more of, such as Tales of Arise and Scarlet Nexus. Elephant in the Room, of course, is Elden Ring, which has just been given a January release date. Mm-hmm. We may see more of Elden Ring and Namco. 
three. I think we may may have some more of that there. Um, who knows? Uh, anything you guys want from Nanka Bandai? I, I, of course, would love to see some more Tales of Arise. Pac-Man. New Pac-Man. Be... Except, it's an, except it's an open world. Uh, it's made by Ubisoft. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's a Destiny clone, but it is Pac-Man. Lots of Pac-Mans running about on... Uh, what's it called? The moon? No, not the moon. What's the bit? The moon the is a thing. I know the moon's a thing. I'm aware, I'm aware of the existence of the moon. You know, I did do... I did have looked up at the sky every so often. No, what's the bit where you go and you get the where you buy stuff and check your mail and there's that geezer who disappears and sells weapons, Louis, in Destiny. Uh, the geezer that's main hub world. Where's the main hub world in Destiny called? The tower. The tower. Lots of pack men running around in the tower, mm. all doing various dances. So my question here is: if it's all pack man, is there also a Mrs. Pack available? Or is that not in the game? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's too difficult to animate. Sure, sure, sure. And the the enemy and the enemy fueled by the ghosts by of darkness things. Yes. Inky exactly, Inky exactly. Blinky Pinky and Clive are the final bosses in that's everything. The, the other three actually are on in July, which is Naken Connect, EA Play, and Annapurna Interactive Showcase. So there's no point us talking about those right now. Whatever. There's also Eureka Games. I don't know. Official E3 2021 awards show, which had also lit. <laughs> the Annapurna thing might have something in it, but. I like Annapurna stuff in general. I like almost all of the stuff that they've shown. I go, ooh! That's cool. Like they'll talk about the yeah. cat game. That's what I was gonna say. The cat game's the big thing for me. <laughs> Twelve minutes, which is Annapurna. It's a bunch of Anna... called... a bunch of uh, Soul Ash. Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Soul Ash. Yep, yep. There's there's a bunch. Can't, Can't think of anything Tribeca else. But... Games. They did the Tribeca game. Oh, yeah. They had maquette. Uh, oh, Neon White, which we saw at the Nintendo thing last time. That looks really yeah. interesting. That's weird. First person. What's that sound? There's a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of stuff. All of these things. They always, always knock it out of the park, I think. Always. In terms of games. We'll do a little thing to wrap up. What do you think, Louis? What's what's the show that you're most interested in? Going through all. Uh, probably Nintendo. To be honest. Really? And what's the game you want to see most? Pokemon. Well, they're not going to talk. They're not going to talk about. But I just um, I've always been interested in the the kind of stuff that they do. Like, I, like the thing is, I don't really play Nintendo games mainly because I don't have the platform to do so. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm I always I'm always eager to see what they've got going on. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, I do I do think out of everything else, I don't know. They they they, they are like as you've said in the past, they are still the most interesting. I feel like they are, but I don't know whether that's because I, I like their stuff or because I feel like Nintendo as a company 
consistently do interesting and weird things. Um, uh, Charlie, which one are you? What are you most excited? What what conference are you most excited for, and what game? Mario XCOM. Mm. I know it's not at this, the conference I'm going to say, but Mario XCOM. Okay. Uh, Xbox probably. I think the Xbox Bethesda one's the most interesting one to me. What's the game from the Xbox? Psychonauts 2, probably. I mean, if, if Fable happens, Fable, but probably Psychonauts 2, because I doubt Fable will happen. Um, not sure. Uh... Unless, unless they resurrect Peter Molyneux from the, the dead, or, well, the, the doll office. I think he's rich enough to not need to go on the doll. I also think he owns and runs a company. I, I, I want to think that ever since he left Lionhead, he has been really struggling and <laughs> has had to go to the job centre every week. Oh, God. <laughs> and, talk to, and talk to his uh, job counsellor, who's called Geraldine. Do you know what he's doing at the job centre, though? He's talking about how, how many jobs he's applied for. And he's, getting, oh. he's getting really excited about it. And he's saying, in this job, there's a dog. <laughs> in this job that can be a child and then I grow up in real time he's like I'm a gardener I planted an acorn and it grew <laughs> it's like proper like being as fully enthusiastic about every job that he's applied for as possible and, it, and, and none of them are interesting or true we should say <laughs> we should say Peter Molyneux does own a video game company and is not at the dole office he's, uh, that we know of he may be um, that we know, but also that would be, I guess, fraud. So, not to implicate him in any crimes of fraud no crimes, in, no no criminal implications are happening. Yes, um, I think the 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 one that I'm most excited to look for. Uh, in fact, I think Nintendo could have a lot of really cool oh. stuff on. But I think sorry, awkward stance. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, okay. Just, just quickly, a brief touching on the on the Peter Molyneux thing. You know, I think it'd be a good thing for for humanity and video games if Molyneux did commit crimes and then got arrested and put in the the jail forever. The the jail, which jail? I think I think it would be good for the world if Molyneux committed crimes. Just, just gonna say that. Which jail specifically do you want him to be in? Uh, strange ways. Strange Ways, yeah. In Manchester. Molyneux in Strange Ways. Sounds good. So then the, then the Smiths can do a song about him. They can reference him in... They can remake the song Strange Ways, Here We Come, or the album, or just like... Or just like have a song called Peter Molyneux. But it's all, it's all it Peter Molyneux album. references. It's like, it's, it's, it is the Strange Ways song, but it's all about Peter Molyneux and about his games and about how... Like, Fable the Journey was on rails. <laughs> Fable the Journey. Oh my god. Those, those, what do you mean it's on rails? No, it wasn't. He said so. <laughs> he, I brought, I signed a contract. Tell him. Right, well, that's a, that's a thing. Uh, yeah, I think Square Enix for me, and I think Final Fantasy 16 probably. Although, I'm very excited about uh, Broken. More than 16 at this point. I think that has a lot of potential. I think Nintendo has a lot of potential to show some some really hype shit, but also I feel like we've heard literally nothing from Nintendo, and everything is just baseless conjecture. Like, they could literally just turn up and, like, have a sword fight and then be done with it at the point that we, we know literally nothing about what Nintendo are about to show. 
Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, you just... yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, but that was that. Um, we will be, I think, after the. I mean, it's, this is after this has this podcast has come out. Um, so I'm not going to give in. We're doing on Saturday today, uh, which is Ubisoft React, which will be will be reacting to it today. So I have done that. Uh, we have got some reactions on Sunday the 13th on uh, our Twitch account, which is sometimes video games. That is the Xbox and Bethesda showcase at 6 p.m. And the Square Enix showcase at 8 15. Throughout the rest of the week, we've got Charlie from uh, Mario XCOM or Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have the Nintendo Direct at 5 p.m. on the 15th. Uh, after that, we're going to do Skyrim on Wednesday the 16th. I was on. Yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Um, or listening, or listening, or listening. One of them is true. <laughs> the other one is false. It is not visual, listeners. Don't don't listen to thank, thank Adam's you very pretentious much lies. He's like the new Peter Molyneux. I am the new Peter of of pod. I am the Peter Molyneux of podcast. And you have been watching some video games, and there's a dog in it. I did, there was there, there was no dog. <laughs> For real, or was there was there was there a dog in it or not? Oh. To be oh, fair, yeah. I mean Fable Two. Fable Two actually had a dog. Fable Two did actually have a. Dog. That was one of the things he lived up to. Yeah. Fable Two did have a dog. Yeah, it did have a dog, and then the dog died. Wow, are you just gonna? Oh my, you can't end on a point. Oh my god. I, I don't know why that was. I felt like that was the the best place to end it. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. We shall be back next week at the same time, I hope. Um, either way, enjoy E3. Come join us on Sometimes Video Games uh, on Twitch. You can follow us on Sometimes Video Games on everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, Louis, where can we find you? Not really anywhere, to be honest. Good. Uh, Charlie, where can we find you? A top lad, and also on twitch.tv sometimes, forward slash sometimes video games. Are you doing anything else interesting? You've got the Euros on? I don't, I don't know if our class is interesting. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, not, to, not to our audience anyway. You never no, know. I, I mean, you could make the argument if you asked the comment section to any audience, but you know, it, you know, we move. We move. And you can find me at Heard and Noise on Twitter and Facebook uh, if you would like. Uh, I also do some streaming over on Rabbits Ahoy. I've been playing Final Fantasy Legend. <laughs> Thank you very much for, for listening to us, everybody. And Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Okay, that's like 140, which is longer than I thought. But it's fine.